0: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Undisputed Podcast with Bobby King.
1: Whoa, oh, why are you talking like that?
2: It's my announcer, voice.
1: Yeah, that's a little too much, I think.
2: Moving on.
0: Welcome to the
2: Undisputed Podcast. Coming at you. Coming in hot, Frank.
3: Hot. Oh,
2: hot.
0: Hot. Like, not even, not even starting the show with the horse this week. Like Unfortunate.
2: I well, I had it on. You guys made fun of me, and we're like, "You're oh, gonna scare our guest."
3: Who was our guest?
2: Um, I don't remember what is his name.
3: We call him Steve. <laughs> <Silence>. <laughs>
2: Did you forget it? Uh, beautiful Bobby Eaton. Oh, Jesus. I'll take that compliment. Yeah. Uh, We are honored by the presence of Stephen P. Macklin. P. Thank you. P for penis.
1: For having me on.
2: I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it because we got to pay the bills somehow. Frank.
1: Oh, I think everybody's trying to do.
2: Yeah, Frank runs up the
3: pay-per-view and um porn big fan big fan big fan what are you drinking there little java me or steve oh you some
2: decaf some decaf oh my little decaf you
3: know you got your mr rogers sweater
0: on
2: i do i do no pants. That's the
0: only thing he's wearing, by the way, is his got Mr. Rogers Gotta
2: get a haircut tomorrow. Leave for Dubai tomorrow night.
3: Are you taking the company, Lear?
2: Uh, yes.
3: Okay, good, good. Yes. Undisputed one. Demi one. Yeah, Demi. We <laughs>
0: wait. We have a private jet. What? When the fuck uh, did we get we a jet? Get, yeah. We it's do. we don't want to tell anybody. Tell you, too. but you know. Awesome.
2: Be patient.
0: Be patient. You're on a need Let's to know basis. Nice. Yeah. It is <laughs> nice. We purchased that on the on the My Bookie money that we're Not waiting for. for. Landscaped. <laughs> uh, no Paying product.
2: Paying product. advertise
0: with us again after we <laughs> bury <buried> them. <No>. How <laughs> I I like, they ever be? There goes those what opportunities.
1: Who would they ever be? I don't know. Other than a pair of hairy balls, I don't know. Hey, easy, easy. It's a kid
2: show. So, Steve, um, tonight, um, I,
1: you, uh, you did a little wrestling, huh? I did. I'm actually on my way back from a show in Boca Raton, Florida, and Scotty Tuahati and I wrestled tonight. It was a lot of fun. Uh,
2: He's another, uh, he's a veteran of the show. He's is not... a friend
3: of the show. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the first
0: guest. Yeah. Yes. Yes,
2: he Blund was. his way in there. He did.
0: Hi-oh, I see what you did there. Uh... <laughs> Hey-oh! Thank you.
2: Well, this is off to a smashing start.
1: As <laughs> always. Okay, you got to start somewhere.
2: That's right. That's right. So how did uh, how did things go tonight?
1: Good. Easy little match in Boca. And uh, okay. it's just uh, a yeah, good, good little family, fr- good little family friendly crowd. And yeah, the worm happened. No, I actually stopped Scotty Johadi before it didn't hit my finish. Whoa. Outstanding. Nice job. Yeah. Oh, you were up. He chose to have me go up, but oh, it. I, I already oh. expected to go there to do the job within two to three minutes. Yeah. Wow. How's that for some uh, No, How the,
2: how the yeah, tables have turned. Went down. You went there and laid down the law. You were like, I'm not putting you over.
1: Scott. Nope. Wow.
2: <laughs> You're a real heel.
1: Oh, it was a fun match, though. It was good to work with Scotty finally. Uh, yeah. just, even the time in NXT that him as a coach, I think it was always that's good to just be in the ring with him and him bumping me around even in practice. So to actually get out there and do it in a match in front of a crowd, was just it was it was worth it and a lot of fun. Cool, cool.
2: Well, well I mean, we'll have to get the other side of the story from Scotty. But, you know, when you're <laughs> not, but
1: that's fine. You can bury me later. That's just,
2: that's just how we do it here on the show. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, heading home successful night of, um, putting down Scotty to Hottie. And, yep. uh, how are things at, uh, at impact? I saw you there. Impact uh, is great. You know yeah.
1: In Albany in your hometown.
2: Uh, yes. Yes. In my hometown. And they received me, um, like I, uh, farted in church that's <laughs> <laughs> three people you know, and
1: then uh, you know Like, okay well why did I leave Albany uh, probably because of that <laughs> no in <it> fact <backs,
2: laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a very hateable it's person. great
1: though because you're not lying
2: no I'm a very hateable person no you're not but it's okay I'm good with it I, I, I you know those are my cheers. I like being ridiculed. It's okay. Yep. It's okay. What they call a glutton for punishment. Okay, so Steve, um, Frank, where are we gonna? Where are we gonna begin here?
3: Let's start at the very beginning.
2: The very um, beginning. I'm
0: not, I'm not talking about birth. Let's oh, talk about. Oh, it. I thought you meant uh, you wanted to talk about when he was conceived. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> do I don't. that. No, I, was definitely a mis-
1: I was definitely a mistake, baby. Definitely. Okay. Uh, yeah, just make you a bad guy a, start. That was a good mistake. All right. It's a good place to start. If you want to fast forward uh, for my start into wrestling, uh, I got in into wrestling been? in two. Huh?
2: Was that at the
1: Monster Factory? That was at the Monster Factory in Paulsboro, New Jersey.
2: Okay. Who was uh, right heading, after- up, heading up the uh, facility there?
1: Danny Cage and Larry Sharp, and uh, Danny Cage has taken over and has been in charge of the Monster Factory since, and uh, Larry passed a few years back, but uh, Danny's been the guy there for me from the beginning. I was there for about a year and a half total, and uh, yeah, I learned my basics there. learned how to bump, learned how to sell, and that was the one thing that I got taught by Bill Wiles at the time as well, was also a guest coach, Blue Meanie. Uh, punishment Blue Martinez, green. who's now... Yeah. yeah. Damian Priest was also there at that time. So And QT uh, yeah. Marshall. So a lot of the guys that have had experience, I learned from them at that time. And uh, Danny luckily brought in Gerald Briscoe for a tryout in a seminar, who at that time was the head talent scout at WWE. Mm-hmm. Came in, we sat down, and he said, don't go anywhere mm-hmm. else, don't take any more bookings, stay here, learn the basics, and don't get hurt. I'll get you a wow. trial." Wow,
2: you yeah. really um, you really jumped the queue, as they say in the UK.
1: I guess. Yeah. I don't know that saying, but I guess I guess <laughs> that's what it is.
2: Well, they call a line uh, the queue in the UK. Ah. Yeah. I'm I just gotcha. showing you that I'm cultured, Steve. Way more cultured than you. That's okay. And Frank and Dennis. You've been
1: around a lot longer.
2: Yeah, and I'm vegan. I have the sweater. I normally
1: smoke a pipe.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Were you a fan growing up?
1: Oh, diehard. I got into wrestling uh, as a fan because of my grandparents. Uh, My mom and dad worked day and night shifts, so they were always out of the house. So growing up, I kind of was with my grandparents most of the time. And my grandmother and grandfather were big Roddy Piper and Andre the Giant fans. So I always sat with them pretty much after I got done with doing my homework or not doing my homework and just sat watching wrestling. So what uh, what hooked you? Was it the uh, man skirt? I don't know. I don't know. Piper was a good-looking guy, too. He had some good head of hair and locks on him. He
2: was great.
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> way before his time. Way before his time. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I appreciate more of that work now. I was more of a fan. Like, Ultimate Warrior was the first person that really kind of stuck out to me as a kid. Because mm-hmm. he was larger than life. He came down that freaking way Just way too many lines going down that way. And just uh, bad mm-hmm. out of hell.
2: Yeah, yeah. Tassels, hair,
1: hairspray, yeah. paint. And then, yeah. And everybody awesome. loved Hogan that I knew. Like, all my friends loved Hulk Hogan. And I just wanted to be different. So, I liked Ultimate Warrior. Huh?
2: Huh?
3: well you weren't alone
1: yeah appreciate
2: it alone. um you know vince certainly uh hooked the trailer to uh warrior didn't, didn't pan out exactly but
1: um what's that so that's why he's a hall of famer he, he was over true money mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay
2: so uh Roddy Piper, Warrior, they're what hooked you? So uh you there, Steve?
3: Would Roddy Piper work today? Like uh, that the way he worked the stick and he was he was good for that period, but do you think it would would work today?
2: Uh I'm gonna field this one because um you have to? I think Steve's off the road um,
1: Not sure what happened there There he is, he's back
2: Well, now we've got two Steves <laughs> back, 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 back to one Back to one
1: um, So I don't know what happened there so. Question, Steve Ah, uh, so We're on Ultimate Warrior, Steve. right? I am
2: having such a hard time calling you Steve I know
1: Cuddy was my nickname for a long time, and a lot of people still call me that.
2: Yeah, well, I think, and I, I don't know, uh, Frank and Dennis, if you uh, are privy to this, but, it like, within pro wrestling industry, because there are so many different names, um, and some people, like, it really depends on how you're introduced to that person, when you meet them, wherever it is in their career. So there's definitely people in this world who would know me more as Jerk. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, whenever you meet the person, um, it's generally what that universal
0: name is for you. Um, and like, if it's before
2: you really kind of got in, like, then people use real names. But it, so for me, going to NXT, meeting Steve for the first time, he was cutting because it was Cutler and Blake. And that was, um, that was how I knew him. So in my phone, he's still Cuddy. Not,
1: I'll call him a bad thing. Yeah. Blake's uh, daughter uh, Piper calls me Cuddy. Uncle Cuddy still. So the day she <laughs> called me, the day she called me Uncle Cuddy, it melted my heart like the biggest <laughs> thing in the world. I was like, yes.
2: All right. My well, if it's Cuddy. good enough for Piper, it's good enough for this guy. Oh,
1: yeah. All right. Yeah, so I know. We're, I know we were chatting about my time at the Monster Factory before I got cut off rudely by uh, this, probably the terrible service on 95, but um, yeah, so I did my time at the Monster Factory for about a year and a half with Briscoe coming in, and then uh, I had my tryout in August of 2013 at the Performance Center, uh, and then I was signed as I was going to do extra work that October of 2013, and then showed up to the performance center, uh, January of 2014 and was there for six and a half years in that building.
2: Okay. And so when you went into the performance center, um, did you, uh, how, how much indie work had you done? Were you, um, established with any sort of gimmick or did you kind of come in as a blank slate?
1: I was, I came in at a blank slate because at that time, NXT was not trying to hire the indie talent. There wasn't that influx push yet. They were still kind right. of doing what they're doing. They were trying to pretty much do the model of what they're doing now in NXT. Okay. trying to build that homegrown talent that they can then eventually feed to the main roster. But then okay. obviously NXT became a bigger thing than it was supposed to be right. and took over.
2: Right.
1: Right.
2: So um, do you think what what do you think was um, I mean, Briscoe noticed you there and uh, was there any ever comment and ever any conversation as to like what it was? Or was he just like, OK, you you're talented. I think I think we can uh, we can get you a job.
1: Yeah, it was mostly uh, like obviously on talent, but it was also my backstory of being prior military in the Marine Corps. And okay. my time in service, obviously, is a good backstory to have. And of course. Uh, especially with WWE, they, they love uh, supporting the military. Nice. So it's just a good story to have. And it's just one of those things, if you go down there and you can make the most of it and get it. And I thought that was the end all be all. And, you know, the, here I am at a kid in a candy shop doing what I thought was the dream from being a child. And then you learn the business side of that place and it just becomes a job. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I'll, I'll say for myself, I really, uh, really enjoyed, uh, the time that we spent at NXT and, uh, part of that was, was meeting you, meeting Blake. Um, we never did get that, uh, that program together that we, I think we'd all talked about a few different times. Um, yeah, we did have the one ladder match in, uh, Portland, which was, uh, fun to put together, um, I think really what happened with us and you guys was you guys were really kind of getting the, um, the sun's thing going. And I would say like, you guys were basically, you know, able to like make other people look better than they were. And that's kind of what we were too. You know so yeah. we worked with the street profits and we worked with not to say that they weren't good they they were but it was our place to like just help people get reps and whatnot so like i think we were too similar in that way to end up getting a, a, a lengthy program so like uh,
1: I, I think we did do a few coconut loops though right or a few, yeah we had a few tags and then we had a few six man's as well which was a lot of fun yeah. Uh, with you, Roddy oh, and Kyle. Wait. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. I do remember. And that was one of those things too, where we did get to work together, and we knew that there's money here. There's like there's a draw with the, this program. And I remember talking to Hunter, and Hunter would tell us like, "Well, they're heels." And I'm like, "Ah, undisputed errors. I know they're you're trying to make them heels, but the crowd loves them. Why make them the baby face in this role?" Yeah. But they, just didn't wanna, they didn't want to. They didn't want to turn you guys at that time, which. We get it's a like it's just it's his plan so it's just all right we'll just keep pitching ideas. Right. Well, he might have also realized
2: how unlikable I've proven to be.
1: Since. <laughs> <laughs> He's a smart man. We, pre- we, <clears throat> we were pretty My unlikable wife. too.
2: My poor wife, she stuck with me.
3: <laughs>
1: Is, Is so that frustrating? Me,
2: she loves me.
3: Is that frustrating, though, when you know there's a plan that can make money? Because Bobby's mentioned that with a few different teams and people where you know you can make money with somebody, but the person with the pen or pencil says, uh, eh, not right now.
1: Yeah, and again, that's my time in the PC. Like, you just learn that side of the business, and it's just it's you can control only what you can, and you're putting in your reps and your effort of pitching ideas – working on your craft and you can only do so much on your end other than whether they want to push you or not. And I remember even in a skull session when Scott Hall was there, like we watched the match with him and Terry and Scott turns to Blake and I and goes, listen, I got nothing for you guys. Like you guys, I don't know why you're down here still. And he's like, you guys can do it all. He's like, you just need the office to push you. And that's, that's literally all it is. What was that interaction like with Scott Hall? What was he like? It was great. Anytime, anytime a a coach would come down and they'd have somebody come in like a Scott Hall or Kevin Nash, even X-Pac just cause it's like Hunter and Sean and all like you have all of DX and like hanging out at the performance center. So it was always cool to just pick their brain and kind of look at things. And like Sean Waltman, uh, X-Pac was another person who took a liking to us too as well. And he was very helpful with us uh, towards Hunter. And so was Sean. And uh, Sean was, I know, I know Bobby could attest to it. Having Sean, just to sit and throw ideas off of and just, I don't know, he has just a different thought process
2: Yeah, I, I can speak to that he de- he definitely does And then there was a time I remember him um, explaining to us how to sit out on crowd reaction and, and just um, like let's say for uh, like a better term we could double down and waiting for the crowd and, and like it's going to go silent but let it be and be patient. Don't jump the gun on it. Um, and the few times that then you're in the ring and it, it plays out exactly the way he described it. And you, you do have that patience. You're like, wow, I'm like, this is a different level of understanding. Um, and he's definitely, definitely that guy. And, and like you were saying, um, Cuddy, there was, I can remember, I think it, I want to say it was Sean, maybe Nash, Hall I, I don't think Hunter was in the room but it was like the group of us in the skull session and, and here we are it's Hall and Nash and, and <laughs> Shawn Michaels bullshit like we were watching something and, and maybe Waltman might have been there too Um, but then we're just a fly on the wall like Watching them um, recount, I, I want to say it was Scott and
1: um, Sean in the ladder match. You there? Yeah. Gotcha. Sorry. You were last on the room with Hall and Nash and them? I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. And then um, everyone took their clothes off. <laughs> 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 and
3: it was great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, no clothes and a big too sweet. There you go. There you go. No complaints from me. All right. So. <laughs> uh,
3: do you, you think on, that's? But, do you think that's lost in the business? Because those guys legitimately love the business. I mean, they sleep and breathe it. Do you think that still happens today?
1: Oh yes, I, I think it does. It's like especially just even in Impact Wrestling, like. The locker room is—I know Bobby was just there, but like everybody there is trying to push each other, get better in certain ways. And you have Tommy Dreamer, you have Jimmy Jacobs, you have uh, Robert Evans behind the scenes, and then Scott Demore even pulls me aside and says little tidbits here and there to push, like just to do like little things like that mean to make things mean more, and just to help the brand grow itself. And that was the same in NXT. Like everybody just wanted that to be the best thing possible, and it's what you take from somebody or what can work towards you. And again, my time in WWE, like six and a half years of performance center learning what was good and what was bad. I learned a lot more bad things than I did a lot of good things, but it worked in the end.
2: Is that kind of cool for you now to be with, I mean, let's, you know, people would say like impact is, is on the come up or a smaller company or whatever. Is it, is it kind of cool that Help be a part of trying to get that, um, just trying to get that whole thing over and, and make it successful or more successful than it, it has been.
1: Yeah, no, obviously it's you want anywhere you go, you want to leave your kind of footprint somewhere, and uh, that's your the one thing marks. I'm trying to do as well as, yeah, leave a skid, skid mark, skid mark Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I pop myself there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no it's just one of those things where like i don't know like i'm trying to get myself over as much as i can so that i can broaden my career again maybe if i was to go back to a wwe aw or even just stay in impact like or japan right. as well as another goal of mine right so it's just one of those things where i want to better myself and having that ability to have work tv and different styles of being there and understanding less is more uh of that WWE style and then also now on the independence, learning all these different things that everybody wants to do. I don't know the names of half these moves people want to do, and then when they tell me what it is, I'm like, Oh, okay, that's this.
2: Yeah. I, like just comic Yeah,
1: Manhattan. Like
2: <laughs> there's so yeah, many different I mean, names. I- I, I can relate a little bit um, doing a, a little bit of like just the independent contractor thing at this point is um, it's a little bit fun, you know, and, and there's work out there and um, not being tied down to one place. Um, I've enjoyed quite a bit more than I was expecting to. Um, so I think it's a uh, it's a good time. It's a good time to be doing this.
1: I had a lot of fun in my time at WWE and NXT tagging with Blake, but like right now I'm having the most fun I've had in wrestling, just in my personal life. And then also in wrestling at the same time, like it's, yeah. I have a very good balance of everything right now and yeah. I don't know, just enjoying wrestling.
2: Well, you're getting married in a week, right?
1: You're getting, getting yeah. Married. November 10th, Marie birthday.
2: Yeah. <laughs> bravo. You. Bravo. You're soon to be
1: wife also, uh, in the business. Yeah, man, it's uh it's awesome to be able to just be honest. Like, I don't know. Honesty is the biggest thing in wrestling with each other when you can trust people for feedback or anything about a match or what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And for her and I, it's the ultimate honesty where we're honest to each other in life about anything, we tell each other everything. And then especially in wrestling, we we just critique each other constantly or watch something and I'm like, oh, maybe you could do this, maybe you could do this. So that's the fun balance between real life and then wrestling. Nice. Nice. All right. That and getting to get travel together is even better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm
2: sure. I'm sure that, that you know, because that's what becomes difficult, I think, sometimes is just, uh, you know, being on uh, – if, if there's one complaint about wrestling, it's, it's being on the road away from your family and, and sleeping in, a, you know, hotel – instead of your own bed um, with your wife and, you know, family. So I, I can see how uh, that definitely, definitely makes things better.
1: Yeah. And then we also try to make the most of the trips we are on. If we fly in a day earlier, we try to go sightsee in the cities we're in so that we can uh, check there. things off of a bucket list too. So she's yeah. a big collector of uh, postcards for everywhere we go. Nice. So like that's one our one thing we try to do everywhere we go is go see something, go do something, and then obviously get a collection of postcards.
2: Awesome. And uh, so where's the uh, where are these nuptials taking
1: place? In uh, Bluffton, Hilton actually, Buford, South Carolina. Um, it's November 10th. It's uh, I'm excited. She just was annoying before. She was very annoyed before we got on here because it's supposed to rain all day Thursday.
3: That's okay. good luck. She, no she's luck. An,
1: she, she's uh she's very annoyed with that so we'll keep it fingers crossed we'll be okay okay but uh, other than that I'm excited uh, I know she is we good even gave our wedding gifts to each other early yesterday which because uh, we Uh-oh. we can't hold a gift in we have it's just funny we both <laughs> are the same that way
2: can't hold the gift in
1: nope
2: <laughs> can't hold it <laughs> there's um <laughs> There's a dad joke there, and I'm not gonna. Yeah, there is. I'm not gonna. I was, I was going there. It's where I was headed, and in my head, I went there, but it's not coming out. Uh, no. but uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: we're both just, we're both happy, and I know you just had your nuptials not too long ago as well.
2: So. I did. I did. I, I made, uh, made, um, Mrs. Fisher reality.
3: Show. Um, what's that? Show? Reality show? No? No. no.
2: <laughs> no.
3: I, I didn't no. tell you about that?
2: She does not want to broadcast. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's exciting. You know, we, we did it in um, Asheville, North Carolina. We did it on a mountain, and uh, it was cool. And uh, I got to be honest, man, I, I kind of love being a husband. It's, um, it's good stuff. I'm excited for you, Steve. Cuddy, whatever you want to we'll
1: call. You call me whatever you want.
2: Okay. Just don't call you late for brunch.
0: I don't know what.
3: All right. Hey, what? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Don't call me late for brunch. Okay. <laughs> the hell's that?
2: Uh, uh, brunch I don't is. Know. It's between. I know what
3: brunch is, bro.
1: It's <laughs> just late for brunch.
2: Brunch. It's not
1: dinner. It's, um, do you consider there to be a liner? It's like lunch and dinner at the same time as well, just kind of like a brunch, but it's between lunch and dinner? I don't, but I don't see why not.
0: Well, I don't think it's an official thing, yeah. but it's definitely a thing. I mean, you know, everybody wants to do brunch now, but I'm not opposed to going to liner. I have no problem with that at all.
2: Well, it depends on where liner is.
0: That's, where are the reservations? It's, yeah, it, it's tough to find a restaurant that will actually take my reservation for Linner at this point. Wasn't there
2: um, a gimmick uh, in old WWF, Linner? Oh, no, that was Skinner. 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 <laughs> Oops.
3: Close enough, close enough.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right, so on to the next here, on to the next. Where are we headed? Steve, you're going again. We lost him. Now the picture's even gone. uh...
0: Talk amongst yourselves. He'll be back momentarily.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Every time I get back, it's a service. I love that it says when I get kicked out of it, it says for a pro tip, make sure you have Wi Fi. No, no shit. That's (laughs) one hell of a segue.
2: So Steve, before wrestling was paying the bills, you were, uh, you were a serviceman. You were Marine Corps,
1: if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes. The branch and the best branch uh, of the military. Okay. Uh, I served uh, my four uh, years, served my four years uh, from 2007 to 2011. Uh, I was honorably discharged as a corporal. Uh, my MOS, my job was uh, 0- 0331 machine gunner. I was infantry. So I was behind a 50 cal Mark 19 and a 240 Bravo. Um, and uh, yeah, friggin' did my both tours in Afghanistan. Uh, my first tour was Operation Kanjari, which was the major push back into Afghanistan in 2009 from May to, to, uh, to November. And then uh, January to August of 2011, I was in the city of Marjah in uh, Helmand Province, Afghanistan. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Man. Was, uh, I got out of it what I wanted in the Marine Corps. Good for you. Thank
2: you. My, uh, my dad served. So um, that's certainly something that you should be proud of.
1: Um, Always.
2: Yeah. So um, your brother, Chad, in um, the Suns was also why do I keep calling them the Suns? Well, you were the forgotten forgotten Suns. Suns. I'm, I'm thinking like Phoenix Suns. Yeah, that was your
1: tag team, the Phoenix. Suns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chad was a Marine too, correct? correct and it was funny too because when the three of us were together everybody would always thank blake for his service as well (laughs) (laughs) and then blake's blake's face was always priceless because he'd be like ah what do i do i'm like just say thank you (laughs) i'm like just let it go brother these people are it's okay (laughs) Uh, it was always priceless just because it was funny but it's funny how like everybody related us more as like a militaristic and patriot gimmick where when Blake and I originally got together we were just trying to pitch uh, myself and him as um, BAC Blake and Cutler but we wanted to play off of blood alcohol content and, <laughs> uh, but it's just funny because like they would always tell us at the performance center oh give us a backstory what's your story what's your image what's your message statement I'm like well, Corey and I became best friends at a bar the first week I was at the PC. So that's hmm. our backstory. So we were trying so to play off of it. Were you guys going to come to the ring drunk? No, we were just coming out with uh, brown paper bag cans on some of the house shows and we cheers and
2: we're you trying Uber, to
1: do you Uber to every show because that would have been great. Drive. We got to do a breathalyzer as we get to the ring. Oh, uh, that would be great. <laughs> that would been awesome. That actually, wow, we missed money on that great. one. Oh, right as you're about to lock up, just pass out, kick out <laughs> on one, get a good full seat.
2: Just fall face down.
1: Piss <laughs> your pants. The, the finish is just vomiting everywhere, and then you're back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then the moon stops
2: spinning and everything. <laughs> this stuff writes itself.
1: Right? It really? does. Can they put it on TV?
2: No. We should, we should be running the territory it really would be the weirdest that's, that's, territory in the world.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That'll be next.
2: Yeah. It'll be from Boca Raton to Albany, New York. That's uh that's the
1: region we'll run. It's a good it's a good straight up ninety five. Yep. Yep
3: Save on travel, yeah. That's a good idea. I go. oh, work we're, we're working that we're working that.
1: There you go. Yeah. There you Let go. know about that a couple a couple years. Yeah. You got it. We're
2: good. All right it's underway so um yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're we're on the
1: forgotten sons
2: yes and uh so i was always very uh taken back by blake's ability to uh to bump and feed i mean just different level. Um, he used to go uh, ass under the bottom rope over the second rope and uh, kind of hook it. Do you, do you remember the bump I'm talking about? Yes. And he would do it so effortlessly. And it was such a pro move. Um, I just was always very, uh, very envious of it. He did it so easily and so well. Um, it was really one of the highlights I I, uh, I remember from watching you guys work.
1: It was always God, man. It was always fun working with him just because he's one of the most underrated. And it's funny because like amongst the boys, he's not underrated. He's right. fucking one of the best. Right. But it's like people people do not know how good he is. Yeah. And it was always a blast just out there every night because like I didn't really get to tag much at my time in WWE and NXT. And then once he and I started tagging, he was obviously doing his stuff with buddy and they had the tag title run. So when he and i ended up tagging, I kind of learned more from him just yeah. on for certain things and how to call certain spots and just being smarter about things. And why are we yeah. doing this? And I would always, we always rode together anyway when him and buddy were a tag team. And that's kind of one of those things that sparked our idea as a tag team of just like, all right, why aren't we a team? Like let's pitch us. Cause Every, again, influx of talent at NXT at one point was just a ton of singles guys and there weren't tag teams. Yeah. And then it became that idea of, all right, we're a tag team, and then you guys came in, then War Raiders came in. So the tag teams started flooding, and we're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just yeah. one of those... Yeah, perfect timing. Yeah, but it's, it's okay, because it just, you don't, I don't know, we, we never have any burden with anything, it. just the way the business is, but it was so much but fun they- tagging. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I love
2: tag team wrestling, obviously. And there was a lot of uh, options there. and It, it um, you know, in other places that I've been, I, I feel like similar things have happened. And unfortunately, some money's been left on the table. It seems um, yeah. tag team wrestling sometimes just doesn't get the the shake. I think the fair shake it deserves. Um, and I remember as a kid growing up, like really just love a tag team wrestling. Um, and I don't know if it's perspective or if it didn't kind of get the fair shake then either, um, or if it's just my perspective of, of, of memory, um, you know, from watching it. But it, it seems like tag team wrestling a lot of times is the, uh, the forgotten son, if you will.
0: Oh, yes. oh, oh good look time. at that.
2: <laughs> hey Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Way to get, way to get it in there. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. So I think with Blake, one of the, the, like the way that I would um, categorize Blake was he was one of the guys who was very good at the sleight of hand that is our business. You know, like being able to um, almost deceive people's perception. He was uh and i mean that in the greatest way possible he was it was very deceptive as to what was you know what you were watching um so it had to be uh yeah i, I would imagine it had to be very uh, very informative to get to come from not tagging and then end up with a guy like blake um, and getting to kind of cut your teeth yeah. tag wrestling
1: with him. and it's fun and it was fun to just pick up and it's just again tag wrestling the creative part because the fans never knew the rules completely of what our parameters were within WWE of the one breakup holding the tag rope and yeah. the five second rule was very enforced and like trying to find ways to get actual heat today and it was always fun to just be creative and try to do different things and be different from everybody else
2: That's one of my favorite things about wrestling and about especially tag wrestling and and when it's enforced as opposed to it not being. And personally, having worked in places that have been both, um, I prefer it to be enforced. I I like to have that creativity forced, uh, forcing your hand a little bit. Um, I loved working in Japan, but I mean, good God, sometimes you just watch a match and you're like, good Lord, Does the referee, like, why is the referee even, why is there even a referee in the ring? Can we just <laughs> give them the night off? Like what's happening?
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I fully love the parameters of the rules and trying to enforce it and work around it. Cause then it also helps tell the story as well. I, definitely. And,
2: and And that's exactly what they are. And that's what you called them just now was that they're tools, there's tools. Those are tools to use. They're not obstacles. They're actually because at the end of the day, like it's our canvas, we can paint whatever color we want to put on it. And, um, you know, I've said it before when it comes to other things like choose to put your spin on what we do and like make it something you're good at. And it's a tool to uh, showcase your style of, of pro wrestling. And I think the
1: rules definitely help with that when they're enforced. Especially when you let talent go out there and just be themselves and not, like, keep a little leash on them and tell them you can do this or do that. Like, let a talent go out there and mess up a little bit, then correct them. Let them go out there and try something and do something well, whether it works or not. Maybe it works in the next town. You don't know. And that's just one of those things that I don't think – Done in certain places. Uh, obviously, there's a lot more freedom outside of WWE in certain things. Hopefully, it's changing for the better. It seems to be. Um, but yeah, just one of those things where, again, tag wrestling. I love it. I wish it was showcased more. Yeah. I think it is nowadays. It.
2: Okay, so you got to pick somebody on the uh, Impact roster to be uh, to be your tag partner. Who's your uh, Who's your Bobby?
1: Uh, I think right now I'd pick between either having Josh Alexander, just because he's obviously uh, the one guy that I'm gunning for, and why not have your uh, biggest enemy by your side so you can always keep an eye on him. But then also Eddie Edwards would be another one, I would think. I think Eddie and I would have uh, good chemistry as a team. team. Mm Let's see both those picks. Oh,
2: there's an echo. You
0: got me? Yes. Oh,
1: okay. Yes. Yes. Yes,
2: we do. Yes. Yes, do. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. yes. Uh, so, um, what's next on the uh, horizon for you, Mr.
1: Uh, Macallan? Uh, obviously, I'm gunning for Josh Alexander right now in Impact yeah. uh, as the world yeah. champion. Uh, he's got a big match coming up with Kazarian at Overdrive in a couple. I saw weeks. that.
2: I saw that. They yeah. started setting that up right after uh, right after I took my shot. Yeah. So and you failed. Yeah. <laughs> How do I feel?
3: No, you said you failed. You failed. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I <laughs> failed. <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time.
1: And it's funny because, like, you and I know each other, and I, you
3: came out
2: and you admitted to. Um, say that again. You were stuttering.
1: Oh, stuttering. Ah, uh, maybe start again. But no. Ah, yeah. back Perfect. He said... Perfect. <laughs> Uh,
2: we got to do more of these with people on the road (laughs) how are we doing now okay much better Uh, you were saying
1: no you came out there and you agreed with me and uh, I know you had your title shot in your hometown in Albany which you know those three fans loved you
0: yeah, yeah. you uh, two, two of, of the fans were me and Frank.
2: Yeah. That was <laughs> it. That's all I had. I had this podcast and that was it. <laughs> yeah.
0: My so, my hi, girlfriend yeah, was there need. too. And she didn't even cheer. No, she didn't. No. okay.
2: Ah. No,
0: just, she Bobby she came tried. out, my girl my my girlfriend went, Fuck Bobby.
1: What? <laughs> I was like, Wow. Yeah, everybody else did too. Don't worry, that's right. That's right.
2: That's right. That could be worse, man. I could be Moose.
1: Could, yeah, could be worse.
2: Actually, he's rich, is he? I would think so. I mean, I believe he uh
3: played played for the Bills. I think he played the NFL. For the well Bulls.
2: he did play in the NFL, that's that's fact. But I think he made the like I think after seven years it's like a pension.
3: You get, you get pension, it. yeah.
2: And I think he hit that. Oh. So I don't think he needs pro wrestling.
3: Well you get your pension in the NFL that. too. Me? Yeah.
2: Uh no, Colony Pop Warner. I get a <laughs> pension from Colony Pop Warner. <laughs> yeah. Couple quarters. Little lesser known league. Super Bowl's not quite as big there. You
1: know, it's the <laughs> town
2: town cup.
1: I'm sure, the hometown crowd didn't like you back then either. They didn't. They didn't. I haven't <laughs> been liked since I was a kid.
0: Which was really messed up because that was all parents. So it was... Yeah. Yeah. My own parents. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: that but true. It explains a lot. If
1: you think
3: about it, it really does. Yeah. Oh, man. So what was it like getting called out to the main roster?
1: Uh, It was awesome and also shitty at the same time just because we were still stuck in the Performance Center where we were for six and a half years during the COVID time. That's Uh, right. But it was still a cool thing to uh, have that moment and obviously be on SmackDown. Do we wish it was an arena with a lot more fan, with actual fans, yes, but uh, I don't know. It was just a long time coming, and we kind of knew the writing was on the wall when our time in NXT, and we'd always be told, oh, you guys are Vince guys. And I'm like, okay, okay, well, that's not doing anything for us right now, so what do we have to do to be more on TV here? But uh,
2: what do you okay, think that
1: is up to be a Vince guy? I don't know. I honestly, I still don't understand that. Other than we just—that's their way of just saying we have nothing for you, <laughs> in a nice way, I guess. I don't sure. know. It's kind of a backwards compliment. Yeah. I, okay. Whatever. So if for yeah. Vince guys, then call us up. And but when we did get called up, it was a—it's a good feeling because it was fun to just have Blake there, and we both had put in the hours and the time in that place, and yeah. it was good to finally go up there and show uh, for that little time period that we did. Maybe they meant Vince Russo guys. Ah,
2: Maybe. (laughs) Or maybe a Vince Neal guy. Maybe they saw you (laughs) as Vince Neal guys.
1: I'd be a Vince Neal
2: guy. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Of
2: course. Back in his day, though. Yeah.
3: Not
0: now. No, No. Vince not now. Vince not now.
2: How's he he holding up these days? I don't
0: know. He doesn't remember the words very often. Let's put it Terrible. Okay. like watching a train wreck.
2: Oh, <laughs> sounds awesome. <It's, laughs> sounds like that BAC gimmick you guys were trying to, trying to do.
1: <laughs> I thought that was
2: money. Well, so
1: did Vince Neil. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Got over in the 80s.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hey, so, Cuddy, I remember um, where – I don't know where we were, but we took a walk to a gas station it was me you and uh ed our boy ed you remember that we're, we're on we the road we? i don't remember where where were we we took it was a long walk too and it was cold, it
1: was cold. uh not for sure we? Alaska? no we didn't go i've never been to alaska i would love to go to alaska antarctica, antarctica. it was in antarctica it's it's it was yeah we we'll go to antarctica yeah <laughs> Well, it was Who's always Ed? funny. We'd always, like, had, uh, Eddie Orengo, referee. Ed. Yes.
2: What was Ed's? Um, Ed started out as a
1: wrestler. Yeah, his, uh, actually, was Bandito. Bandito. The original. Bandito
2: well, not
1: the I don't know who it who is. Yeah, Bandito, Bandito Junior, Junior. I don't know the original.
2: Yeah. yeah Eddie I Bandito. know Ed from the Northeast. Uh, he was a Jersey guy,
1: I think. Yeah. That's that Eddie you know? and I met. Eddie and I met. uh so it was funny because he actually wrestled at the Monster Factory right as I just left. Okay. So we never had cross paths until he came down to NXT, and then he's uh he's actually one of my uh, groomsmen in my wedding. So it's just oh, um nice. a very, it's become a very good friend of mine, and just he's always one of those heads to bounce things off of, and he's just a very underrated ref as well. Because I don't think people yeah. realize how they can utilize a referee in a ring
2: yeah ed and i have quite the rapport i've always gotten along well with Ed. we were a tag team
1: short-lived
2: but on the indies we were really uh, yeah we had one match what Um, was your name
3: sugar and spice
2: everything nice that that's what our name was everything nice everything nice everything nice twice and we'll pay the price
3: get some lice
0: we
2: <laughs> uh, go down to the bay Thursday for a slice today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just may.
2: Uh, this is getting out of control. We should call it now. Good. I don't know if he's gonna Ed.
1: answer. Yeah, Ed's on the road. Ed's, uh, where is he now? Yeah, he's probably heading. Enough. He's probably heading. To, he's probably uh, on the road heading to RAW tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know where we were walking to.
2: Uh, I don't know. It was cold though. I remember it being cold.
1: We're probably on a on a task of finding beer for the bus. Mm.
2: That did happen sometimes. Those road loops were fun though. They
1: were great too. Huh? The bus they was, was great. great. Yeah. Yeah. The best was when, like, everybody had their moments, and you knew who's getting drunk when they'd be up talking the longest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Meanwhile, on the
2: ride there, like that, you, nobody said a word.
1: <laughs> no. And yeah. then on the, at the end of the show, everybody's just getting loaded in the middle of the bus, and the back of the bus is sleeping, and the front of the bus is sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yes,
2: sir. They certainly were. They certainly were. Well, Steve, what's um, what's coming up with uh, with Impact other than this uh, Josh Alexander match? And uh, when when is that is that going to be a pay per view? What's
1: uh... overdrive's? Oh, you know, for me and Josh, I don't know. It's up to Scott Demore to make that match. I've been, oh, uh, okay. I've been, I've been beating all these former mm-hmm. world champions, and everybody just keeps keeps waltzing in and getting their shot. No so offense. So what happens if
2: Kazarian beats uh, beats Josh? Do you then get a shot at, at Kazarian? Is this? I
1: would hope. So. I hope so. Mm-hmm. You would think that. Yeah. You would think after you win matches, you eventually get a title shot, but it doesn't seem to be working that way right now. Oh, go ahead.
2: Listen listen to your platform, Steve. You heal heal them bastards. They're not treating you right. It's
1: okay. I just keep doing my thing, and uh, that's all I can do. And if it's going to come, it's going to come at some point, you know? Just like anything else.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. So uh, what are your plans for uh, Thanksgiving, Steve?
1: We'll be on our honeymoon in Jamaica.
2: Oh. Nice. Look at that. Look
1: at that. I'm looking forward to that. Thanksgiving's become that holiday I really don't
2: care for anymore. Really? Got something against yeah, just... turkey? You know I'm vegan, <laughs> no,
3: right? Just... No. You're vegan? No.
1: No offense to vegans, but no. I, I no, I'm What
0: <laughs> the hell is happening?
1: Uh, <laughs> Frank, you knew that. You knew Come on, vegan. Bobby. Frank? Frank?
0: Yeah, no, I know uh you.
1: Yeah, it's just been one of those holidays I just could care less about. And uh, I just, I don't know, Christmas and Halloween are my two favorites. How's your wife feel about you boy uh, Thanksgiving. I guess okay. She's excited for Jamaica. I know I am. Hmm. No also turkey. In Jamaica. I don't know. If, do they have turkey in Jamaica? Uh, I believe, no, I think I they believe they so. Bean pies.
3: Bean pies? Wow. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I,
2: I don't know. I was there on a cruise once. But well, I know they have different versions. Short, of so you don't get to see the actual. Like, when you exactly. get off those cruises, you, you don't really get to experience the country. You get, like, the resort, like,
0: B.S. Which yeah. is where they want you to stay in Jamaica because um, they don't really want you wandering around. You may not come back in Jamaica. Uh,
1: yeah, definitely not doing that.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, it, I, I've been there, and they're like, stay with the group, stay with the resort, get on the bus, get off the bus, don't yeah. wander around. You might not come back.
2: So be careful. That's what Albany is. Be careful. Sure. Yeah, it's like Albany. Yeah. You know, I would probably get cheered in Jamaica, though. Probably Possibly. not.
0: Yeah, yeah probably well. not. Like, <laughs> I don't know.
2: I said they eat bean pies. I don't know what bean pie is.
0: No? I, think they have, I think they have turkey. It's just jerk turkey.
2: It's jerky. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, Why was that so stupid? <laughs> uh,
0: uh, How much more trouble can we get ourselves into? Let's keep talking. I don't
2: know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that we're, we're being taken off whatever air we're on. Steve, we're on YouTube. You should follow oh, are us.
0: are you?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're on YouTube. Well, good. It's good to... Good to know that, so I can watch for these nice long drives where I don't have Shea service. Yeah,
0: yeah. This will be the best. What about you? What about you with Dubai?
1: What's going on in Dubai? I am uh, headed to Dubai
2: tomorrow evening with my wife and um, my coach, and we'll be meeting my agent, um, who's flying in from San Francisco. And uh, I will be having my first pro boxing match on November oh, yeah. 13th in Dubai. Hell yeah! Yeah. I'm so, sure, they uh, love Bobby Fish over Dubai. Of course they will. How would they not? It's not Albany. <laughs> not Albany. If it was
1: Albany, definitely not Albany. Albany.
2: Right. Right. I might start hailing from Dubai. After this, depending on how things go,
3: the Double Cross Ranch in Dubai.
2: There you go. There you go. The Double Cross Rezange in Dubai. Have you ever been, Steve? To Dubai? Have, I have not. Enough?
1: We we almost we almost did the Dubai show. Um, I don't know if you were, or actually, I don't think, I think you were still with WWE at the time. But there was an indie booking that was trying to go with Sonny and Gazim. Remember uh, AOP? Yeah, 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 I do, of course. They, they were doing a booking. It originally was supposed to happen in Dubai. I do remember uh, Ended this. up getting switched to the uh, UK. That got canceled and postponed, so then D and I both just pulled out of the whole thing regardless. Yeah. You know, they took care of us for the booking regard- before on our end, which was good. But I don't yeah. know if all the fans were refunded. But, uh, yeah, I was really looking forward to that show in Dubai, just because it would have been a fun bucket list thing to go do. And when are you ever going to go to? Dubai, other than you. Go I mean, to
2: that's how I looked at it. Like this thing kind of fell in my lap and it was, you know, I was pretty certain, like I wouldn't regret going. And then they're like, well, yeah, we'll fly your wife over. I was like, okay, done. <laughs> so, yeah. Can't really say no to that. Cause that's the You're other thing. In this industry is, you know, you, you get to, I know in my time I've seen things and places that i never thought I'd have the opportunity to see. Certainly not on somebody else's dime, but a lot of times, like you don't get to experience it with your family. So to, you know, be able to do this kind of thing with uh, my wife and somebody who, you know, is my, my other half like that. That's uh, it's cool and it's unusual in this industry. Usually that that's not the case. Unless of course, your I would say, listen, wife works in the industry, which yours does. So you will, uh, you'll probably be able to yeah. check those boxes
1: more times than that. Yeah. Do I wish my uh, experience of Paris and seeing the Eiffel Tower was with my soon to be wife? Yes. But I had Blake and Eddie there. And I remember we yeah. all got to the Eiffel Tower, and I'm just like, this is it? Yeah. This is yeah. what everybody was putting over? I'm like, it's all right, whatever.
2: Send back well, to America. Ed? Then- Ed's uh, Ed's ass looks good in, in a pair of uh, jeans too. So, you know what I'm saying, Frank?
3: No. Really. No.
2: Yeah, you don't know it. <laughs> you gotta
3: Quite right caboose, yeah. huh? Yeah. Quite the old back end. Quite the caboose. <laughs> you heard it here first <laughs> on the <other> <laughs> podcast. <laughs>
1: caboose. Dino
0: Junior's got quite the caboose. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh dear! Oh, yeah,
1: boy. Right. Well, you were lying that we would just be talking about some random things at some point. Yes, it is.
2: This is a very random, um, very random podcast. Well, gentlemen, I mean, I think we're nearing the uh, the top of the hour here, and top uh, of
1: the
3: hour, top of the hour.
2: You know what that means. What does that mean? I
0: don't know. I mean, know. I no, I don't.
2: Frank honest, but I have Do we know?
3: You just no hang idea. up abruptly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just,
0: just, go fuck this and hit end.
3: <laughs> hey, Steve, did uh, you caught any of the Crown Jewel pay-per-view yesterday?
1: I uh, did not. Uh, I'll probably have to go back and watch it. Probably one of the days I'm doing a little bit of cardio. But I heard good things.
2: Do you stay up on the uh,
1: current product, Steve? I do. I, uh, we tend to watch everything uh, as much as possible. Uh, I don't know, just because I want to know what everybody's kind of doing and what people are reacting to and what's good and what's bad. Who's, who's your wife,
2: uh, your, yours and your wife's favorite other than me? Other than <laughs> you? Sorry, I just – um, I, I need to get my win back from the –
1: Albany fans really <laughs> really hurt my feelings. Hey, have you watched the video yet? family guy gimmick with you?
2: You're stuttering again.
1: Uh, it's probably bad service again.
2: What was that? Have the you watched the freaking
1: meme? Did they did you watch the? Did you watch the uh mm-hmm. meme video that they did with the family guy, like the ostrich guy, where you're cutting the promo and then it cuts to the ostrich guy going, oh. ah-ha no, <laughs> no. Uh, You gotta you gotta watch it.
2: I'll have to look for that. The winner the the internet always wins. It, it, it's
1: undefeated. Oh they win all the time.
2: They always win. They always Some win. of the
1: stuff they put out there is entertaining and it's just like oh yeah. thank you.
2: Yeah, the creativity sometimes I can appreciate it. The trolling, not so much, but the the creativity sometimes <laughs> it'll get you.
1: Well sometimes the trolling makes me laugh because like It'll be such like a nice post I'll put of like me and the my wife uh, soon to be wife Diana or the dogs, and then people are like, "Oh, you suck," or it's just like I'm like, "Wait, what, you just came on here to just tell me I suck, and it's a picture of my dog."
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you think about like that stuff, because it, it I mean, you don't know my wife. Like, why would you say something about my wife? You don't know her, and what we do is, God. It's not even. I don't know. All right, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop.
1: Yeah, we should pull.
2: Beautiful. It's okay. Like, I know. Listen, I no, know. It's, I like, it's
1: entertaining. I get. I, I fall down the loop of. What? I, I. Watch food porn where I'm just watching food videos and food being made, and I'm acting like a freaking an addict because I'm getting off to food being made. And I'm like, oh, that looks great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like food porn. Doesn't
3: make you a bad guy. Nope. Yeah. It
1: doesn't. I'm not mad at you for it. No. I love watching a recipe of something being made. I'm, oh my God, I want that. But then can I cook it? No.
2: Yeah. Mm. Try being a vegan.
3: You're vegan.
1: I'm okay. Thank you. (laughs) Try not being a vegan. God bless you. (laughs)
0: It's because uh, one are tight, you <laughs> asshole.
2: That was, uh, yeah. Get it right. Get it right. Uh, Steve, baby face or heel? What do you prefer? Say it again.
0: I think he's currently being abducted by aliens.
1: Are you there? Or... Uh, yes. We are here. There we are. There we go. To answer your Maybe question, I'd preferably again. be a heel. I don't know. I just feel it comes more natural. Uh, Cause naturally, I'm a nice guy, in, in real life, I at least think that. Uh, I try to be pretty personable, but it's fun to just be a dick to people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's a good outlet to just have an excuse to be an asshole to people. Where it's like, oh, no, it's pro wrestling.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I get it.
1: Well, I, you
2: know, I can, I would like to say I can relate, but I can't. Because I'm a piece of shit all the way around.
1: That's what makes you a baby face.
2: Yeah. Like in my real life, in my, uh. Professional life. Um, my own parents didn't even like
1: me. We covered that. Together.
0: Yeah, they put yeah, his pop they all your them. pop corner games. Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah. Are you going to be a heel or a baby face in your fight? Um, we're going to
2: see because he's from Ghana, so it's not like he's going to have the home field advantage in
1: Dubai. Um, it's pretty neutral territory.
2: Yeah, based on the way uh, Albany received me. I mean, who knows? It could be anything. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so, uh, Steve, your thoughts on the Paul brothers. Jake Paul. Uh, Logan Paul, right?
0: Which one beat Silva? Jake. Uh, Jake.
2: And then Logan...
0: Logan's the wrestler. wrestler, Jake is the boxer.
2: Okay. What are your thoughts? Like, so do you uh, welcome him coming into, uh, let's call it our space? Or does that kind of rub you the wrong
1: way? Uh, For the times that we're living in with social media, Twitter, YouTube, and all that, I think it's great for the industry because it brings a different avenue. Of approach to it, but at the same time, the old school part of me in wrestling is just like, it's taking a spot from somebody else that's busting their ass. But then also, he's going out there and killing it. Yeah, well, and that, that
2: so, I, before I got on here, I, I was, uh, I saw on Instagram, um, some of the match with Roman, and, and I did not see uh, the pay-per-view, I didn't see that. Yet, um, I will go back and watch it, but they, yeah, I mean, I keep the clips I saw, and i granted they're clips, so maybe there were things out of sequence or didn't make sense, or who knows. And, and anybody, you know, can be super critical of it, but for a guy just coming in, like, I dare I say, he's like a potential ringer, like. I mean, and super athletic sort of dude. Yeah, like more athletic than I had given him credit for.
1: Um, yeah, good. It it's just same thing with Bad Bunny when he was coming in. It's just like it's good for publicity, but then they go out there and kill it. And you're like, holy crap! And see, they're because, obviously- like, Bad Bunny. I
2: I think from the clips that I saw tonight, I think uh, what whichever Paul it was. Um, is better than even Bad Bunny. I, I didn't think, I don't know, I wasn't, I wasn't really impressed with that.
1: But at the same time, you got to think of what the, like, you got to look at it at the business side of it. If, if we'll look at the market that he's hitting. And it's the same with Jake Paul with hitting that YouTube. I didn't know who Jake Paul or uh, Logan Paul were until I had to be explained who it was. I, mean, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't follow YouTube. And watching the Silva clips that I
2: saw, like, he's a far better boxer than I was giving him credit for without seeing it. Like I was definitely not hating on it. Um, I just, I hadn't seen it. And then to see it, like, I wasn't expecting it to be as, um, and, and I'm no boxing aficionado, but, um, I wasn't expecting to see the level that I saw and it it was good. And like, I, I don't know, man, get your money if people want to pay to see you do anything, whether it's a, you know, a, a boxing fight, or uh, pro wrestling, or a goddamn chemistry experiment, like, who cares if people are willing to pay for it, like, you know, I, I'm not knocking anybody for it. And, and you're right, this like social media world that we live in, like, there's way more platforms and way more like, a la carte, kind of um, viewing out
1: there. And uh, yeah, Get
2: it? I love it.
3: Get some.
1: And it just revitalizes. Like even boxing's been revitalized that way. I know, it, like people had like kind of their thing about it, but it's just it's like what what other boxing fight has been like promoted that's been big or talked about since, other than these fights that he's been having.
2: Right, because it's such an antiquated model. Boxing stayed in like nothing. Everything. Everything in this world needs to evolve pro wrestling included, everything has to evolve. And as soon as something stops, you know, evolution, if it stops, like whatever has stuck, it's going to cease to exist. And that's kind of what, you know, boxing is stuck in this old antiquated model. I was listening to Chael Sonnen's podcast and he was talking about how uh, with the Paul um, experiment, and whatever, and, and how that is going on. And that, uh, boxing should take from it the eight rounds thing, you know, because there was at one time boxing was 16 rounds and then 12 rounds and, you know, fighting in general is just, it's not meant to go, you know, it's, it's a sprint, not a, not a marathon. And we're talking to ourselves again. Boys.
3: Yeah. I yeah. love a good sprint and a marathon I can do without.
2: Yeah.
0: He'll be back in a minute. I've seen Mike Tyson talking about Jake Paul and boxing and how, A, Tyson's kids love him, Mike likes him. Then someone asked him if he would, you know, he was like, would you fight Jake? And Mike was like, it would not last long at all. But Mm -hmm. it seems like Tyson actually likes what Jake Paul's doing for boxing.
2: I heard them say, I heard something recently about it being Paul and Tyson potentially. Uh, it got shot down it might have been on that same jail Summon and podcast uh, it was shot down for whatever reason um but i think it was also criticized for like okay well he's fighting like near 50 year old men but at the end of the day still i, I don't care what age like tyson,
0: hey, mike tyson hey. welcome back
2: yeah we're talking about service um, our favorite, favorite mike Who's your favorite Mike in the world? Magic Mike? My favorite.
1: Oh. Michael Jordan. Jordan.
2: Oh, okay. Frank,
1: who's your
3: favorite Mike? Chimarky. No. Mike Chimarky. Okay. Favorite Mike. Okay,
2: Mike Chimarky.
1: Hmm.
3: I go Jordan. Jordan's a good one.
1: What? You can't take Steve. I can't take his? Who's your favorite Mike? You could side with me, but you gotta pick somebody else.
2: Yeah, you gotta have a different, like you gotta go with if if you if your first is Jordan as well, you gotta go with your runner up.
3: My favorite Mike. Michael Singletary. Oh
2: right, Dennis. I know yours would be Jordan, right? But you again, same can't
0: can't pick pick him. Yeah,
1: yeah, can't.
0: Um, Part of me says Jackson, but Mike Trout. Oh,
1: all right. See, I don't Did think you? anybody wants to pick Mike Jackson anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Trout, Mike,
0: Mike Trout plays uh, center field for the Angels.
2: Okay, I'm gonna come at you with uh, Michael Bivins.
0: Ooh, from Belichick. Oh, good yes. 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 How about that? Huh? Okay. Yeah, never trust the big butt and a smile. Yeah. There you go. You can, <laughs> you
2: can trust the big butt. Smile maybe with the big butt, especially nowadays because. People have fake asses.
0: Yes. Talk about seeing
2: everything. Holy shit. My wife has pointed out to me numerous times, like the fake asses on women. We saw one the other day at the mall. Holy shit. My wife, like we literally, we could not help but laugh like in the woman's face. I couldn't control it. It was the most obscene looking thing. It looked like a coffee table. Hanging out for back, off her back. <laughs> I put my coffee
0: on. Oh, that was nice of you. Yeah, hold this. <laughs> hold, hold this, it. man. Pardon Top
2: coming in hot. <laughs>
3: Whoa. All
2: what? Right. What
1: started uh, that trend? What started that trend of
2: fake butts? Bobby. Yeah, it, well, so Steve, there was something else we uh, we did not get into, but, you know, so I'm responsible for the fake butts, and uh, I'm also, little known fact, but we, uh, we let the rabbit out of the hat here on the podcast uh, previously, but the Hogan heel turn, do you know who uh, who played an advisory role in that decision? No. He's uh he's on this podcast.
0: And it's not me or Frank.
2: So it's you? And he's wearing a blue sweater. Well, it's not me. I'm naked. He's got a sticker in his nose. Why are you picking your nose? <sighs> Cause I uh, you know it's what I do.
0: But, yeah, so Bobby's responsible to pick, five,
1: to pick my nose. Bobby's, Bobby's responsible for the Hogan turn and fake butts. Yep. Yeah. And I'm going
2: to pick my nose on pay-per-view on the Floyd Mayweather undercard.
0: <laughs> With <laughs> a boxing glove on. It'll yep. be very I interesting.
2: 185 pounds to get on pay-per-view and pick my nose.
1: Yeah, what are you fighting at by the way? 185. It's a tough weight.
2: Um I think I'll be fine.
1: Oh, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, just body yeah. type wise, that's a, that, like that's a good, like, solid frame of 185 pounds, solid. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I walk around at more than that, but um, yeah,
2: you know, I'm uh, I'm gifted. Let's call it that. All right, that's much.
3: <laughs> All right, take us home.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Frank
1: you got
3: not a damn thing nothing
1: oh, i apologize be. for all the miscues on the timing of uh, my connection for driving that's okay it's nah, our good. fault it's our fault for um it's our fault for uh,
2: having to have you on because uh we ran out of other choices
1: oh thanks i so was last
2: minute appreciate it yeah well, well i mean you were pretty far down i'm not gonna say last but probably like fourth maybe fifth. who's
1: last i want to know Blue
0: uh, the gobbledygooker,
2: Steve Lombardi <laughs> from Brawler. <laughs> What's Steve, Adam
1: Steve Adam, Adam Bomb?
0: <laughs> Adam Baum. <Bomb. laughs> the fake. I just Adam that's Bomb. how I remember
1: that's that's how I remember Harvey Whippleman is with Adam Baum. Yes.
3: Downtown Bruno.
1: Yes.
2: Adam Cole should change his name to Adam Baum. Adam Boom, Adam Boom, Ooh. Adam Boom Bomb.
0: <laughs> all right,
2: there you go. <laughs> all right, Let's take it home,
0: boys. Frank,
3: you're good. You got nothing. Wishing you all the good luck in Dubai next week, live, live in living color. Yes.
2: Yeah,
3: Bobby, City. go, go
1: some it. ass,
2: man. It'll be on the zone believe it's fourteen ninety nine for the pay-per-view on DizZone. How That's you price. get all that and whatnot, I have no idea. I do have t-shirts, though. I do have t-shirts. Yeah,
3: JTG. Love, love good merch. Yes.
2: Love it. And sell the merch.
0: Sell all the right, merch. boys. Steve, thank you so much for being a part of yeah, whatever fuck we've done.
1: Yeah, I'm curious how it's going to come out. So I appreciate it. It'll be out. It'll
0: Wednesday. Be out. <laughs> it'll, it'll be out.
1: It'll be out someday.
0: Yep.
1: It'll be out like Bobby is. <laughs> right uh, now out of his robe. Bobby's out of his robe right now is how I influence that. <laughs> but no, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, yeah, I love just BSing. I could talk for hours and yeah. they get me through this car ride back.
3: We'll do but it again um, soon. The
1: least yeah.
2: we could do is get you through that car ride, get you home
1: to your your soon-to-be wife. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then, uh, yeah, the future's going to be fun, man. All right. Yes, congratulations.
3: congratulations. Yes, congratulations. you
1: dog on the mouth when you get
2: home?
1: Oh, I will, all three of them. Okay. Do you That's kiss your anything.
2: dogs? I like the sounds of that. My dog is um... – Actually, you know, I just dropped my dog off at, uh, Tara's. Okay.
1: Remember Tara? Who's
2: Tara from, uh, NXT.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: She wants oh, right right to right go away whenever we go anywhere. it's
1: awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. We take ours That's to the, uh, the park house. They love,
2: they love our dog and, uh, our dog loves them. And, uh, That's yeah. good. It's, it's nice. Nice, yeah. What a sweet, good, sweet person. It is. He Me, I'm a sweet person. I'm talking about No, me.
1: you're not. No, you're not. Albany doesn't think so, and I don't think anybody else thinks so. Put me over. Albany won't put me over.
0: We that's your call next those, T-shirt. We should call <laughs> those great yeah. people. in the next T-shirt. Next T-shirt. That's next T-shirt. Put, me, me, t-shirt. Over.
3: put, put me, me over, over. Put won't. me over,
2: my hometown won't.
3: <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's yeah. good. Uh,
2: love that. All right.
1: Give you royalties steve ah you just can to keep it <laughs> well yeah that's what <laughs> i meant right all right there wow. you go
2: us.
0: all right thanks a lot bobby say good night
2: good night bobby we screwed that
0: up <laughs> uh that's